Thank you for tuning in to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Mini-Sode Podcast. This is Penny Sansbury and Amy Cornell. And I'm going to kind of let Amy run with this one just because I know she has very strong opinions about the author bio. But I just want to lead off by saying that what's interesting and part of the reason why we wanted to dedicate a mini-sode to this is I'm amazed at how many times I feel like authors have overlooked a great marketing opportunity, which is their author bio, um, where they just kind of slap their resume up there, whether or not it has anything to do with the books that they've written. Um, and I, we did it, I dedicated a chapter to this in how to sell books by the truckload. Um, and again, I know that Amy has strong feelings about this, but I just want to leave I just want to start by saying, you want to make sure that your bio aligns with what you're writing about um, because readers are, it's amazing how many times readers read the bio and go into the bio just to see what the author does. And especially in particular, if I'm picking up a nonfiction book, um, I want to know that I'm buying a book by somebody who has some experience in the topic they're writing about. Absolutely. Yeah, it goes, it's very, it's kind it's a very different approach, whether you write fiction or nonfiction. Absolutely. So if you write fiction, the goal should be to be creative and memorable. You know, you don't want to just say, like, okay, like I, you know, I I went to school here and I started writing because of this, and and I have a cat and and I like to, you know what I mean? It's like, that's not, that's not fun. Like be fun, be memorable, be somebody that if somebody's reading that bio, they go, this person sounds really interesting actually, or that you make them laugh or that you, you know, if you have kind of a darker sense of humor and you write thrillers or something like that, do that, you know, have it match the tone in the genre of the book that you write in. Yeah. An example, I like, if you write women's fiction, I personally would rather read about the author's favorite ice cream flavor or their yoga practice or the vacation destination they go to, to get motivated to write or something like that. And I find that much more endearing than the fact that they have a BA in accounting, for example, and stop there. If you think I'm trying to dumb down women, that is not the point. How dare you? But (laughs) the point is, is that you want to connect with people on a more personal level. So if you're writing fiction, you know, talking about where you went to school doesn't typically play into that. And it doesn't mean you can't put it elsewhere. That's something too, I think, Penny, that people forget that Author Central actually has a lot of different fields that you can fill out. Yes. People more information on who you are, your brand, all sorts of stuff. But the bio is something that they will most likely definitely read. So keep that really strategic and concise and make it fit for who you're writing for. You know, you Imagine you're in a room with your potential buyer market. What would you be chatting about? That's the kind of stuff that should inspire you for your bio. Not, again, if you're fiction, slapping your resume up there. If you started talking about that stuff in, you know, a social setting with the, you know, it just doesn't make sense. So rethink kind of what the point of your bio is and, and look through it and say, am I really telling people who I am and what I'm about? Like, is this really all that interesting or am I just, you know putting something up there to take up space. Well, and I think that also, you know, to your point, your bio has to align with your, with your book topic. Right. Um, And it's not that if you've written nonfiction that we always have to know um, 
all the degrees that you have in order to write this book. I saw a book, and actually, I think I featured her bio in um, How to Sell Books by the Truckload. She wrote a funny parenting book, and it was really hilarious. And now I apologize, the name of it escapes me. And she had all of these, um, if you dig into her background, you'll see that she had all these degrees in parenting, but her bio was funny because her parenting book was funny. And so it aligned with that because if your book is like this hilarious parent, like if it was something like don't duct, duct tape your kids to the floor or something, I mean, it was just, it was such a great title. And, you know, and then if you have this really serious bio, like just blah, blah, you know, ch- child education or something, that's great. We know what you're talking about, but it should really align with what your book's about. And it's so much a missed opportunity because then reading her bio, I'm like, oh my God, this person sounds funny. I bet even though I don't have children, I bet I would love reading this book because I bet it's like Irma Bombeck laugh out loud kind of funny. Um, Absolutely. I love that example, you know, because really I think the bio for nonfiction, you really have to think about earning that, that buy click, you know? Yeah. And you really have to stand out above the competition. And it really is a different buyer psychology for fiction and nonfiction. Yeah, exactly. And I think that you really want to know too, when you're putting together your bio, it's important to know, and this is where, you know, doing a reader profile, which we have a free download for is, is important. It's important to know what drives your reader, right? So just back to the parenting book, right? If I'm a parent and I'm seeing this really funny book, I'm not buying it necessarily because I want parenting how-tos. And this author knew that, which is why her bio was funny. Conversely, if I'm buying a book on, let's say, I don't know how to do my own taxes and your bio is funny, I'm thinking I'm going to wind up in IRS jail, like, because you probably don't know what you're doing. So I think you really have to, when you're putting your bio together, you have to understand what in what's going to inspire this reader to abide Um, do they want to get to know you? Very often they do when you're writing genre fiction. Very, very often they do. Um, You know, what do they want your, do they want to know where you, you know, that you have degrees if you've written a diet and health book? Absolutely. Because anybody can, as we know, can put a book together on, you know, how to get healthier. They may not necessarily know the the topic they're, they're talking about. So understand what motivates your reader to a buy and then include that or include at least elements of that in your bio um, for Amazon. And remember, Amazon Author Central gets 1 billion hits a year in terms of people checking out. It's crazy checking out authors. Goodreads did a study um, a number of years ago and found that the number one thing that readers want at the end of a book is to connect with the author. So your author bio is a great way to foster, help foster that connection. Um, and I think that's, is that all we have on the topic of author bios? Because I know we could go on forever. I know we could, but no, this is another, you know, this tends to happen a lot with our mini This is a great reminder kind of action item. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, I haven't even looked at my bio in a while, you know, use this as an opportunity to put it on your short list, to go review it and see what else you can come up with. Because the thing is that it's not static. You can make changes to this. So don't uh, don't worry about kind of testing out different 
different ways to go about putting your bio up there. You know, try a few different strategies and see how it works for you and see if you get, if you notice a difference in sales or in feedback or signups on your newsletter. There's a lot of different or follows on social. There's a lot of different ways you may actually see results from this. Yeah. And you know, Amy and I say this all the time, the details matter. And sometimes really small changes can lead to big results. And I think that um, one of your maybe action items for the weekend, or I know these, these mini-sodes drop on Friday, but is take a look through other author bios in, in a similar market and get some ideas of what they're doing. And you'll really start to get to know what you like and what you don't like. And then, you know, make those small changes and you would be surprised what a difference it can make in your reader connection, readers reaching out to you, um, and certainly and always buying your book. Thank you so much for tuning in to the mini-sode of the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell. We love your feedback and we love a review. So please review this show wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you. Bye-bye.